Hey everybody, let's make like a prisoner on the planet Corvus and have a shockingly good time talking about chapter 13 of The Mandalorian with Mike. How was that one? I like that one better. <laughs> I like the thing about it feels shocking. A bit, it feels a bit insensitive though. Yeah, I think that's why I liked it. It was, <laughs> it was a little racy, but we could do better. Let's do a different one at the end. Ooh, a little racy. Uh-oh. Hi, everybody. I'm Mike. Welcome to Rebels Rebels, these mini-sodes for the Mandalorian. We're yep. one of 3,000 podcasts doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a big one. Um, I say we just start chatting about it. Let's start chatting about it. You know what? Is <clears throat> You know, we're, we exist as a podcast to go through uh, Rebels. Star Wars Rebels, Correct. the animated series. We're coming towards a close of season four of Rebels. That said, this is a safe place to talk about, you know, all things Rebels and Star Wars. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk a lot about the ending of Rebels in this episode. It's just I wanted to preface. With, oh, good call. All right. Um, I think so that's if a good you're call. Watch, if yes. you listen to our normal podcast, Rebels, Rebels, we're going to be, this is a Spoiler-filled episode mm-hmm. um, where we're talking about the end of Rebels here, cool. Um, because you need to. Yeah, actually, that's a, that's a great call. Um, that's the way I said it. I would. I'm interested. I want you to start and let me know how you feel about this episode. Um, because I think I'm going to come with some heat with this one. Oh, I mean, it, it's good. I, it's funny. It's uh, my buddy Dave texted me and he, he said he feels like this show is jumping the shark. And I was like, yeah. Interesting. Um, I get it. Um, it's, it was really cool for me. It was like, it was just, it was almost just a moment. And if that's the last we see of Ahsoka, I, I don't know. It, it's, I think you and I might be on the same page if, mm-hmm. if I'm hearing what you're throwing down. It's, there was parts that like amazed me and then, but again, I, I think it was, remember when we first started talking about rebels, the first ep- one of the first episodes in rebels is they bring in C3PO and R2D2. <laughs> and I remember being like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I get it. We need to see these big characters because they need to sell us on this show mm-hmm. and be like, okay, it's connected to this larger world. Cool. I get it. Do it once, but then don't do it. Like the, the, our characters are lovable enough for us to be um, engrossed in their world. And I feel like episodes like this, while I really like them can be dangerous um, in accumulation. Like I don't want a ton of these episodes because it detracts to me from the Mandalorian and his story, which really interesting to me and it's net new to the universe and I want that. I want mm-hmm. these new things. Um, so I really enjoyed this episode. But if this these kind of episodes happen two or three times a season, I might not love it because it stops becoming the Mandalorian and starts just becoming a weird museum walk through Star Wars and it just plays to like the it, it, it's not why I like Mandalorian. Why I like Mandalorian is was founded upon this 
And this episode is so samurai western. I mean, they mm-hmm. on the nose they're making fun of it. They're they're shining such a light on it. But that's why I really like this show. It's because it's about the space cowboy samurai tra- 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 traipsing through the universe. And mm-hmm. this episode, again, while I really enjoyed, um, felt a little cheap. But we'll unpack that. What do you think? Yeah, you bring up a couple of interesting things that I wanted to talk about. Um, firstly, I will say that I did like the episode. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm glad that I spent my hour watching it. I was a bit surprised at the cameo-ness of Ahsoka. Um, I was kind of a, I was kind of hoping or thinking that it was going to be like the Ahsoka and Baby Yoda and Mandalorian show. And they'd have some sort of cool team up or something like that for for at least a couple episodes because I think that would help with that feeling of just like, here's a cool character for one episode. Now we're leaving. It's the video gaminess and I'm seeing the playbook again and it's starting to bug me. It's another episode where it's just like, all right, Mandalorian, we're going to this and you're getting your new mission. But before I give you the information you want, you got to help me with something that I want. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, again. And it's this thing, I may have brought this up or not, but yeah, it's like seeing the playbook, it's seeing the like, like they're coming out with the spaghetti western samurai thing. Like you said, they nailed it on the head. Okay, cool. We've had that up, we've had that four or five times now. Um, it's getting to the point where I'm just, you know, I'm watching the show Umbrella Academy, and my wife and I were just talking about it that the first season at least there were a lot of problems that I had with the script and the story and some of the acting. I was like, that doesn't, that's not believable. That's cheesy. But the show is so fun Mm. that I'm like, you could completely suspend your disbelief. It didn't bug me. Like I just went through it and Mandalorian has reached that bar, but it's a little bit on the line, you know, like I could see it making a nosedive. Like one question I was thinking about is, this episode, what would this episode be if it wasn't Ahsoka? If it was just some other random Jedi? Yeah, or even exactly. better, like just some guy with a sword. Yeah. Like this yeah. episode would have sucked. It was I thought it was not written well. I thought it was cheesy. I thought like I didn't understand the motivation of the characters. I don't didn't know why anyone was doing anything. Like the magistrate was such like a mustache twirling villain. It's like, why was she evil? Just like to be evil. Yeah. In like a scary castle. She was my biggest issue. Yeah. I didn't enjoy that. Like what, what's Mando's actual mission? Like why it was, I was confused why like he was tasked to bring baby Yoda to a Jedi. And now all of a sudden he shows He's, up and was like, you need to train him. Like, okay. That, that was flimsy. Yeah. That was real flimsy. Just the dialogue didn't sound like human beings talking. No. Like I didn't like I I knew it through afterwards, but I don't feel like it was explained well in the script, like why Ahsoka can't train Baby Yoda. But she's like, go find another Jedi. They can do it. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like there's just a lot of problems with the script, and it, the scenes are starting to show for me a bit. Yeah, I yeah, and I, I think we're where and i think you touched on it where it lost a lot of its powers no one characters are starting to become really surface level and i'm losing Mm. all their motivations yeah like i don't i no longer first okay i get it ahsoka is too big of a character to show us all these different motivations but then Mm -hmm. don't use her or if you're going to use her you need to 
like for I don't know, like for someone who doesn't know who she is, you're gonna need to see into her world and mind and get those motivations a little more clear. Um, where for I don't know, I she didn't I don't I didn't understand her motivation. I no longer understand the Mandalorian's motivations. Um behind like him going like she's like you, I can't train him you have to go and he's like okay yeah I'm like totally. okay so he's just he doesn't have anything else going on he's cool with this like <laughs> this is the way and that's all you need to know this is the way and that's it like yeah but like what is the way like you're, it just doesn't make sense to me <laughs> yeah it's I'm just I, I want more character motivation and then yeah for mm-hmm. the magistrate she could have been so cool I think she was a really interesting character mm-hmm. but not fleshed out at all where I'm like, I don't know what her motivation is at all besides like, okay, so they, they took over this town. Mm-hmm. Why they're in this there. Are we, if we never hear anything else about this town and village, I'm so confused. Mm-hmm. There's like this guy who was a mayor who gets his mayor robe back at the end. I, <laughs> I'm just like, why do I care about that? Unless you're going to unpack that or, mm-hmm. um, I don't, yeah, yeah it's, well, it's, it's the whole, the whole episode was just so, it's literally this entire thing was just so Ahsoka could say, where is your master Grand Admiral Thrawn? Exactly. That it was all, what the whole like, episode was yep. for. It felt like they had that idea first and we're like, all right, let's yep. back end it. Let's figure out how to get there. And they're just like, all right, generic evil person. And All I, right, generic, yeah. like not generic fight scenes. I will say the action was dope as hell in this episode. Oh, yeah. I thought it was directed well from an action standpoint. I thought it was, the scenes looked great. I thought this planet was cool. Um, I really appreciated that. I thought Rosario Dawson did an awesome job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the, the motivations didn't make sense to me. Like the functions of it, like the whole thing was, is like even just the point where it's like, I'm not going to tell you where Thrawn is and I'm going to kill everyone and send my entire army against you so I can keep this secret. And then like Ahsoka like beats her in a sword fight. And now it's like, all right, now tell me. And she's like, okay, I guess you beat me fair and square. I'll give you the information you want. Like, I don't think she did give her the information. Do you think she did? I don't know. Well, it's on, they didn't, we, we don't know because it wasn't, it wasn't conveyed very well in my opinion. Um, at all yeah and the motivation for the training too that really that bugged me because ahsoka's not a jedi which if they don't want to bring that complication up in the live action series that's fine but she literally says in rebels i am no jedi and so like that one line could have explained all of this like i need you to take this baby i can't take this baby i'm too busy i'm i'm like beating up bad guys because i'm trying to find my friend or whatever my thing is and it's like, but you're a Jedi. I'm not a Jedi. Go find an actual Jedi. I'll tell you how to find a Jedi. Like, that explains it away. But, like, they just, they made, ev- they never made an allusion to her not being a Jedi. They kept calling her a Jedi. And it just is kind of confusing to me. It's like, I am a Jedi. I could train Baby Yoda, but I won't. So yeah. go find another Jedi that will. It's like, okay, next step on the mission. Yeah, I don't super understand it. Um, yeah. I, it's funny because while we're saying this, this is one of my favorite episodes. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny, but it's a, it's one of my favorite episodes because I watch Rebels and Clone Wars, and mm-hmm. this is like a, a, a wonderful, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, a wonderful like I don't know 
reopening of like you know this is the answer we've been waiting for from rebels if mm. here's my fear though is that disney is doing the thing that worries me most about this new like um collection of like books and comics that all tie to each other like to get to continue the story go over here mm-hmm. and it's like ahsoka's mm-hmm. thread has gone from clone wars to rebels into one episode of the mandalorian Okay, is she, if we're gonna then see now a spin-off to her story, but this is the burgeoning seed of it. It's like I, they're laying seeds, and I'm worried they're not gonna come to fruition for years, and that's gonna just annoy the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really interested to see what because it did. It did feel like they were setting up the spin-off to the Sokatano show, which yep. I hadn't heard any rumors about. I would watch it. It would be dope. Um, but I was surprised that I I that she wasn't joining the cast. I kind of thought that that was like at least going to yeah. be a, a small arc in the season. So that was surprising to me. I don't um, know why you would get such a big actress if you weren't mm-hmm. going to do. I, I I think they must have hired her and gone like, okay, we don't know, but so let's make sure when we hire Soka, we do it right, just in case we do a spinoff. Yeah, because. She's way too big of an actress. She does. She did a really great job, and um, I don't know if they're gonna do a spinoff, but they've definitely set up. They set the stage for it. Yeah, and that also it's like it bugs me too because it made me start thinking about the Boba Fett thing too. It's like that was such a big thing in the first episode. Oh, the Boba Fett armor, and then we see Boba Fett at the end of the episode. Oh my gosh, or you think it's a clone? But I will just say, like yeah. that was all set up, and then when is that gonna pay off? What's going on? What's the motivation of Boba Fett at this moment? Like, are we going to get Boba Fett after, like, did Boba Fett follow him for seven planets only to be like, hey, give me your armor? Why does that make any sense? Instead of just like, he knows the dude has his armor, show up and be like, hey, I'm a Mandalorian. Can I have my armor back? I don't know. It just feels like, again, it would be cool if Boba Fett was here. Let's see his armor. Okay, we'll figure out some way to do it and then ignore it for a little while. Yeah, or yeah, and for and for people who don't know any of this, like who's like that that was Boba Fett or a clone, mm-hmm. like I think, or that was Ahsoka and how she connects and who's Thrawn. <laughs> this is it's it, it probably works. It, these shows probably work better. Maybe um, yeah. I don't know because you can just concentrate on the Mandalorian and the pretty cool action and Baby Yoda or oh not Baby Yoda anymore. Yeah, uh, Grogu. Mm-hmm. Um, you can in that arc is kind of fun in itself, and that's that heart is what I like the most. And I wish it would kind of go back to that. It's what was so good about season one. Season two is getting a little mm, playing with troubling, with troubling things. Yeah. Um, I hope you they, said I something hope. that this that reminds me. You said something about wanting to get back to the Mandalorian story. That's what you find interesting. And I want to hear a little bit about that because I'm, it might be because I'm turning a little bit on this season, but I don't know if the Mandalorian as a character is working for me as much. It feels almost like the Mandalorian is just a nothing. Like the yeah, Mandalorian. It's just a vehicle at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. It's a vehicle to get from planet to planet and move the plot forward. But like, <clears throat> yeah, but he wasn't that in season one. In season mm-hmm. two, he is he is just a vessel mm-hmm. for 
introducing again taking you through the weird museum of star mm-hmm. wars characters um but in season one he was a character with motivation <clears throat> you know we saw his backstory um you know this his child you know who lost his family you know war-torn past yeah raised by this seemingly loving group that taught him you know these samurai like ways and he you know became part of the guild and we saw him making his own family with Carl Weathers and mm-hmm. you know this kind of weird messed up space family but they liked each other even though they were you know and Amy Sedaris like you saw this family and this unique character being built jump to season 2 and that stops happening mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> because characters are enumerating and characters are getting larger and he's no longer, we've lost his story and the thread of, you know, and him being like, well, this is my mission is to his thing with Grogu. Like it's, I believe that he's a good guy and I guess that's why he's just going to be like, I, I believe he has, you know, father like feelings for Grogu now. But it's it's getting weak, and we need more depth, and we need more exploration in this character to really get behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, it's becoming the we're jumping the shark, as my buddy would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just we're losing it. It's yeah. no longer relevant. Yeah, he's starting to remind me of of like a first person video game where it's just like a nameless protagonist because you never see him, so you don't you don't care like what the what your character's name is or what they look like it's just like the vessel for you to see through to get through the action in the video game yeah so mm-hmm. should we stop crapping on this for a second <laughs> and because it's we're not cuz we both like it yeah and should we talk about what's so great about this or what we what we enjoyed what what excited you what was interesting like mm-hmm. Was how did you how did you react when the Thrawn thing was said? Um, I mean, I I I had a little little nerd freak out like, oh my gosh, that's great! Yeah. Oh my gosh, and you know, Maddie's like, who's Thrawn? It's like, oh my gosh, Thrawn is did the whole little freak out thing. So like that that worked for me. Um, it depend. I'm really interested to see how they execute that. Yeah, I I had to explain to my wife like, mm-hmm. you know who Thrawn was, who Ezra, you know, okay, remember Ezra is that, yeah, I know who Ezra is, you know, I hear you talk about him. And at the end of Rebels, what you don't know is this is how Rebels ends, and, you know, I had to talk about space whales, and it just sounded ridiculous (laughs) when I was explaining it, and I was like, they're cooler than they sound, and I was like, are they? I don't know. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it was really fun. I I will say I really liked, uh, like you said, love this planet. I love Mm -hmm. the shadows. I love the directorial decisions of, like, her lightsabers coming on and off and her kind of disappearing into the yeah. mist. I loved some scenes with like, dude, there was so many really pretty shots in this, but like, uh, I, I can remember one specific scene where you, the gunslinger, the hired gun and mm-hmm. the Mandalorian are standing off and you see Ahsoka behind them appear and then drop behind the wall. Yeah. And I thought that scene was shot was beautiful. I thought the f- cinematography of, the them dueling i loved while like i said the magistrate and 
Ahsoka are having the samurai battle, and mm-hmm. I love this. I mean, everything is a nod to Kurosawa, I suppose. While they're having their <laughs> duel outside of it, they're having a classic Western standoff, and that's like the on the nose. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a Western, and it's a samurai. Um, but I thought it really worked. I really liked the magistrate, and I liked her hired gun. And I think they could have been. I don't know. See, like that's interesting to me, and that was almost my favorite part. Aside from, you know, the big reveals of Thrawn, is that's the stuff I like about Mando. Is these kind of mm-hmm. I walk into town and take care of a situation like Western. There was a lot of really great things. Um, yeah, and I'll say, I mean, to give credit, even though I didn't like this episode that much, but to give credit, like I like when the antagonist is a little more nuanced you know like the first yeah. episode Cobb Vanth was kind of the antagonist of the episode but you know you feel he's not stealing the armor to be like a bad guy and like just do evil stuff because it is fun to do evil stuff like he yeah, has this would, armor yeah. he shouldn't have because he wants to protect his people and like you know he has some complexity there that's the magistrate could have been such a cool interesting character like what if she was a queen that people liked and Ahsoka needed to get this information from her and for some reason she has some dark past and like Ahsoka is essentially like trying to infiltrate this this sovereign government as some sort of like Jedi spy to get the secret information. Like that could have been a lot more information or a lot more fun to me, especially with, Je- with uh, Ahsoka being a little bit of a gray jedi character yeah um but it just felt like it's like well we can't have ahsoka like lightsaber a bunch of good guys so all right make her really that not like just like evil just like really evil like just let make her electrocute people for for fun evil (laughs) it's like okay yeah i i get that i yeah i i also i do love the beskar staff that was cool and i think and the beskar armor when he blocks ahsoka's like, because that is, and I love mm-hmm. that they're harping on Mandalores, Mandalorians and Jedi were sworn enemies. And, like, yeah, what's so great cool. about Beskar is it blocks lightsaber. Like, and I thought they showed that off really well. Yeah, I didn't think, I don't know if I've ever seen that, which I thought is was really cool. Um, I would assume sometime in Clone Wars or Rebels, you know, like, Sabine would have blocked one of the Inquisitor's lightsabers with mm. her best car, but I honestly, it doesn't even like, it didn't bug me at all. Like I thought yeah. that was a really cool touch. And I think it's cool because it kind of, I think it's probably setting up now. Din, the Mandalorian has his anti dark saber weapon setting yeah. up a fight with a uh, space Gus Fring. Oh uh, yeah. The dark saber. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that was cool. And that was interesting. Um, there was also a couple fun, this I nerded out about a lot. Did you you remember Morai the Owl? Uh Ahsoka's spirit yeah. guide? Yeah. Morai was in the episode. Oh god, I didn't see it. Yeah, it was like pretty it's pretty subtle, but when um the Mandalorian first enters the forest looking for Ahsoka, Morai is like chilling on a branch and lets out his call, kind of impl- like implying that it's watching over, maybe warning Ahsoka that someone's coming to get him get her um and so i thought that was really cool oh wow that's cool did not yeah. see that 
Yeah, and I really thought I thought Rosario Dawson did a great job. Like, not just I thought the action was the way they directed it. It felt very Ahsoka, and in retrospect, watching it, that feels like such a big feat. Um, her fighting style is so interesting and acrobatic hmm. um, that translating that to real life, I feel like, must have been very difficult. But they did a great job. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't. I believed it every second. Yeah. And I feel like especially her her character in Rebels being a little more adult and kind of quiet, but able to kind of, you know, give you that smirk and the play with you a little bit. Like yeah. her her attitude felt very Ahsoka. I you know, it was wise but fun. I thought she did a great job. Mm. Yeah, I thought she did amazing. Yeah. Um yeah, loved every second. Yeah, so I'm interested to see what this Thrawn... See, is it going to bug me, too, (laughs) again, if they... I don't think we'll see it here. I don't think it'll be a Mandalorian thing. Yeah, I know. That's so... It's it's probably, again, just setting up some side story. It'll honestly probably be like a comic, and it'll be even more disappointing. No, no way. They wouldn't do that. They're going to go bigger, not do it. Yeah. It's like the Darth Maul thing from Solo. They're never going to follow it up if it can't be in a movie. They're just like, oh, well... Mm-hmm. retrospection had done that yeah maybe um um do you think so they're going to a jedi temple now and they're going to put him on a special throne and have him yeah. call out into the universe and yeah. even though there are no more jedi left they're going to call to a jedi um do you think it's going to be someone that we have met before um they just i don't even know <laughs> like, <laughs> I, if if I had to guess, I, I may say something ridiculous, like it's going to be Force Ghost, um, Ewan McGregor or something. Yeah, I was actually wondering if I feel like I would find that the most disappointing is if it's like a Force Ghost of Qui Gon Jinn or something like that. Yeah, I just I. I, I'm worried they're taking this down too far, like too esoteric a route. And like, they're like, well, we can't totally isolate non rebels watchers. You know what I mean? Like, are, mm-hmm. would they bring in Ezra? Like that'd be really ballsy if they did, this would truly become an expanded universe show. If they did that, yeah. I think this show is too big for them to do that. I, I don't know. I, I've been wrong every time I say something <laughs> like this. I, yeah, but I, I feel like from like a, I don't know. I think they're going to cast a bigger net than Ezra in my mm-hmm. mind. They may be able to be like, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. And then the only other things I have are two quick Easter eggs um, for Knights of the Old Republic fans. Those assassin droids are newer models of the HK-47. So the <laughs> so HK-47 cool. was uh, was the foul-mouthed ass- Jedi hunting assassin droid from... Knights of the Old Republic, and these are kind of the more advanced model. Um, One other thing that I thought you would really like is that this was, um, I think, I don't know, is Kaladin was the planet and Corvus was the city, or is the other way around? Like Corvus was the planet and Kaladin was the city? I don't remember. But those seem to be references to Dune um, because Kaladin is the ancestral house of house atreides in dune and corvus there's a planet called alpha corvus in 
Dune as well. Mm. So I thought you'd like that. That's cool. I, I swear I've heard the name Kaladin somewhere else as like a character. Yeah. It, Probably Dune. Uh, hmm. Kaladin. Hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to go through it in my mind like Kaladin. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Probably Dune. Probably Dune. Yep. Everything's Dune. I'm probably going to watch this episode again. Yeah. Literally just to see this Oka stuff. I thought it was really cool, but yeah. I think yeah. those are all my thoughts. Yeah. And uh at the also last non-related Mandalorian thing. Um man bummer, we found out yeah that David Prowse passed away over the oh, weekend. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh, poor one out for one of the greats. Thank for you for your work. OG Darth Vader. Thank you, sir. Yep. Cool. Um, well, on that note, yeah, on that note, you can find us at Rebels Rebels Pod okay. at Gmail or Instagram. Yep. Send us some messages yep. and we will read them out on the show. Maybe. Thank you so much. If you are interested in who Ahsoka Tano is and are not sure yet, check out at least Rebels and maybe watch along with our podcast. We would love that. Oh, do we have any Ahsoka deep dives? We should yeah, tell you. We to. Do. Yeah, we have an Ahsoka Tanu deep dive, who mm-hmm. she is, where she comes from. Oh, we should link that somewhere. Yeah, good call. Um, but until next time, bzz, bzz, I had such a shockingly good time doing this, like one of the magistrate's prisoners. I like that one more. Bye. <laughs> Bye.